You seen Ed TV? No. I gotta tell you, it's a weird movie. Is it good? It's it's not good, but this is one of those movies that just so happened to come out the same time as another movie right, that's exactly the same. Truman, Truman Show came out at the same time a little bit earlier. Truman Show is like saying a lot about like the idea of like uh, reality TV and observing people. EdTV is not that. EdTV <laughs> has nothing to say about television or reality TV. It's just like, well, what if a guy who we were following with the TV camera all the time was in a romantic comedy? And it's really, but it's, what's strange about it is that it's become more relevant because it's a lot more like uh, streamers. And like, there's uh-huh. parts where you see like a bunch of chefs commenting on it. And I'm like, I've seen videos on TikToks of like chefs react to some <laughs> sort of thing. And it's like, this has become what content is, but there is no intention behind it. They yeah. did not know they were predicting the future. So EdTV um, is a worse movie than Truman Show, but it's more prescient. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I know that's, I know it's not related to scary. I just wanted to, is it scary? I mean, I just wanted a venue to share my thoughts on EdTV. Truman Show is uh, scary (laughs) as a concept. I guess that's, Imagine realizing your whole life has been a TV show and everyone you love is an actor. (laughs) Yeah, that would be scary. But also everyone you hate, it'd be nice to be (laughs) like, oh, that guy was being mean to me because he was like a, he was like paid to. He was a character. He was a character. He probably loves me. He doesn't really. Those kids on the school bus that took my copy of Cheaper by the Dozen <laughs> and ripped the spine and then oh. threw it out the window, they were just making content. They were just mm. content creators. They were just <laughs> actors. They that were was scripted. Mean. Yeah. That was a writer's room came up with that. Yeah. yeah. And they also, I guess, wrote that later... After hearing the story, Aaron gifts me a copy of Cheaper by the Dozen to be like a sweetie. That's a good arc. That's a good. This is, really these good, are good writers. Who's, who's ever writing your life? It's a good job. This is good. Uh, Knock at the Cabin's really good too. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's, it's okay. I was just I liked Old so much. I was yeah. I, I wanted Knock at the Cabin to be more wild. I guess Old's a little better, but I really enjoyed Knock at the Cabin. Yeah. This is a pro Shyamalan podcast. Although yeah. you didn't like, you said you didn't like Glass or Split. I didn't see Glass, but I didn't okay. like Split. Sorry, I'm a full convert. I even think Split and Glass are good. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, Praying with Anger. <laughs> <laughs> Praying with Anger is my favorite movie. Hi! This is Scary Movie Sleepover, uh, where we make our friends watch the movies that scared them as children. I'm Tanner. I'm Matt. And today we have Connor McCabe. Hi, Connor. Hey, fellas. Good hey. to see you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming. Um, uh, I would like immediately to pivot back to Ed TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mostly, or in the whole subject, just mostly because I couldn't help but uh, observe that Tanner was uh, like finding such a silver lining in what if he was a Truman Show style <laughs> character. And uh, I just can't help but uh, just think that that is uh, informing me a little bit about you as a person. Oh, thank you. Mm, I do. Welcome. I actually do think that, that a lot of optimism. There. Yeah, that is an ability. I'm not. Yeah, I don't think I'm an optimist, but I do think that presented a scenario, I can like come up with a reason why it's okay. Yes, or good. a little bit of self-preservation, perhaps, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just yeah, for your own is. sanity. Um, uh, well, thanks for letting me uh, just go ahead and pivot back immediately. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, if you have any thoughts on TV or Knock at the Cabin or... I haven't seen either, and I assume they're the exact same movie. Um, I'm kidding. I am aware <laughs> yeah. of Knock at the Cabin. <laughs> 
but I've seen Truman Show, and yeah, that would be uh, frightening if that were uh, your reality. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I wanted to make sure I said that on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Finally, someone said yeah. it. Truman <laughs> no. Show is scary. Yeah, Truman Show. He almost gets hit in the head with a big light. Huh. Oh, and- <laughs> if that doesn't sound like my day to day. Now, Truman Show, it's interesting because Truman Show, I, I would say, does not present itself as a horror movie. Or would not be classified as one, but it is, I think, scary the whole time. Whereas the movie we watched today, Ghostbusters 2, I think it does have some scary moments, but it is, I, it's not, there's too much downtime of just like goofy guys mm-hmm. between the scary moments for it to be scary now. But you were scared as a child? Oh, definitely. And it was funny because when I finally gave you uh, the movie of, the night the choice for this <laughs> yeah. for this podcast episode i think i i made the choice quickly i don't remember deliberating about it very much but i just knew that there was some stuff in this movie that did scare me as a kid cuz i think i saw this very both one and two very young uh and then after rewatching it i could immediately as things were happening i was like oh that was one of them oh yeah that's <laughs> a part oh yeah oh that thing no i didn't like that uh so yeah, definitely. Just a very—I was a very impressionable kid and a kid with a uh, uh, a very robust imagination, um, like a, probably a lot of children. But I would have trouble sometimes, like if I would get like an image in my head or something, like going to sleep at night as a kid, it would be hard for me to like calm down and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So they were talking about that type of kid watching this movie, yeah. whereas watching it now, I. The first like twenty minutes, I was like, "Man, this movie, this movie's not good," <laughs> and I can't say that it's actually a good movie having yeah. finished it uh, for the first time in like twenty five years, probably. But it did finish a lot stronger than I expected. Yeah, I mean, I will say, look, I understand. That and if this you is say a- any different, I will be upset. <laughs> I will say that this is a this is a worse movie than Ghostbusters one, right? Certainly, definitely, but. I think I enjoyed parts of it more than Whoa. I enjoyed anything in Ghostbusters One. I think it's like a little, it's a little funnier. Mm. There are parts that I, there, I can't remember all of them, but there was the one joke I did write down is there's like a scene at the end where they're they've been put into like insane custody, and then there's a person being like, "So you say there's like a magic painting and there's a goo under us?" And it's like this is pretty. This is like a funny scene that would be in like a Marvel movie. <laughs> Like where they're like, so you're telling me oh. that like Thor from Greek mythology has come to Earth and is a brother. It's like, well, actually, his brother is who we're mad yeah. about. I'm like, oh yeah, this would just be in like a. And so I enjoyed that. You it know, was sort like, of there was one scene I enjoyed. So yeah. <laughs> it's better it's, than Ghostbusters. Well, I want to point t- two things out. Is that one is that it's yeah, it's it's clearly one of those like Marvel quips that, and I'm not, and I didn't come on here to tear down the MCU, <laughs> but it is one of those quips where you're like, oh, the joke. It's like some there's room for self-awareness and then sometimes there's this when it's a little too pointing at what's going on but it but so it is responsible for the mcu this movie and (laughs) i want the listener to know that tanner has the largest legal notepad i've ever seen in front (laughs) of him and literally there's like one and a half lines of scribbles on it uh so that's what what he was pulling from can i can i well i want to share something about this movie that i haven't even talked about the scary stuff yet yeah but an observation that i had that i realized 
the scene at the courtroom where the ooze bubbles up and then mm-hmm. the two Scolari brothers yeah. Yeah. Uh, pop out and they're terrorizing the judge and the whole courtroom and they have to like save him and it's like turns out this judge had history with them and he like yeah. gave him the chair. <laughs> yeah. Watching that was I think probably my favorite part of the movie because I was like, wow, this could be a really great like monster of the week show mm. uh, yeah. where they like there's a different, they're on a different case and the person always oh, could or could not have some tie to them. And then I was like, wait, was that just what the cartoon was that I never saw? I think so. That checks out. That's also why this movie apparently is more cartoony and kid kid friendly. Because the cartoon was so popular. It goofs goofs a lot. And Bill Murray spikes the camera several times in such a fourth wall breaking (laughs) way. It is funny in that scene when uh, the two, the Scolari brothers appear and they look like dinosaurs they don't look like human yeah, beings and the judge, and the judge is, is like aware. it's the scolari brothers <laughs> yes they, like, how did you recognize them they don't look like humans at all i watched them get the chair i'll never forget that image yeah. uh, also the cho- the name they chose the scolari brothers i believe there are two comedian uh two comedians named the scolari brothers is that their name oh. or is it just off do you know who i'm talking about the scolari brothers the sc- uh, <laughs> yes but i thought it the was scolari- i thought it was really close yeah, yeah. it's pretty close but it must predate their stand-up career, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. this yeah. movie... So that's where did, they got it. Did we catch the year on this movie? It's 89. 89, okay. Yeah. Oh, the year I was born. Wow. Oh, meant to be. Interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to point yeah. that one thing out. Uh, I guess yeah, it, that would be fun. And, but instead, this movie, of course, we see the first movie. And at the end, there is a giant, like, marshmallow man walking around New York. There is This is irrefutable... Ghosts yeah. are real. This movie starts, and everyone is just like, "Remember those hacks, the Ghostbusters? Uh-huh. Those guys sucked." That was five years ago, of course. We we don't believe in ghosts. It's My like, biggest issue with the movie, yeah, like, you guys are, saw that ghosts exist. Why are you Everyone's, making it was televised? Why do I have to spend twenty minutes in this world? I don't yeah. need this. And also, there it's again, because it's because the Ghostbusters need to be the underdogs. They, yeah. the whole, like they need to start as the underdogs and win people over. Like if it's just like they're so popular and cool the whole time, you know, what is it? I guess ah. this is what someone said, but I'm like, yeah. but you've just made a movie where they're underdogs for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then the Scolari brothers appear. <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened to the Ghostbusters is and the Scolari a ro- brothers. Robust stand-up career to this day. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a montage of them busting ghosts that are like rut joggers on the pier <laughs> and everyone loves the ghostbusters again and i guess we can bring back winston who is absent from the first 30 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. for and also has uh, he doesn't have a lot to do in the first movie even less in this even movie less. he gets uh rick moranis now gets higher billing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> rick moranis becomes a ghostbuster at the end uh he, and he declares it himself it. Yeah, uh, the I wanted to I want to touch on a couple of those uh, thoughts <laughs> because I think that I had the same feeling that I was like, why can't we be watching them do their thing for more of the movie? Why mm-hmm. did we have to? And then I think Matt, you're totally correct. They're like, oh, we've got to like really bring them down so that they can triumph. Yeah. But the but scarily enough, I think that sadly in today's climate I do believe that people would probably be like nah a bunch of bullshit maybe not in like 1989 when they're like I mean it, maybe it's a it's unfair to be like people were more reasonable or open to truth and the facts in front of them but just seeing that I was like oh I was like I didn't really buy it in this movie is I think my conclusion mm-hmm. um, but I was like oh well I guess it 
could kind of happen now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, according to this movie, everyone in New York City is like a curmudgeon and an <laughs> asshole and <laughs> pessimistic. They're, everyone in New York City is so rude that it is creating an evil slime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, the negative energy is so bad that that like... A supernatural evil slime appears below yeah. the city. I'm I like, was trying to. I was like, "What are they trying rude. to say with this? What is what? What is this? I think, the city I think of we're New dealing York with the like, real. What the hell? This, yeah, is, what is, this is an Ed TV scenario. I yeah. don't think they're saying anything. I think they're just like, "What if a slime was evil? Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty, pretty wacky." Well, if this is true, then what else? That like, right. What does like like other cities have the same stuff? To, is like. Are there? Yeah, there's a really vain slime under Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Chicago's all I don't know the cold slime. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to come up with something slime. here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was expecting like a Spider-Man two scenario where the whole town like gets the Ghostbusters back and they're like, "We got you." But that oh, didn't yeah. They just sang "Old Lang Syne." Yeah, that, but that does help. That they sing. They, that, I, <laughs> they all sing. And did it's I like, misunderstand the movie? No, I think this is that right. the New Yorkers singing. <laughs> Help but it wasn't save the day. I don't think it was because the Ghostbusters like I, I think they were just like, Oh, it's midnight, we have to sing. <laughs> no, no, they definitely knew. No, we have to sing, it's midnight. And then that like tricked the ghosts into being like, Oh, maybe the city does have love in it. <laughs> I think that they were because why they were would cheering they cheering on the Ghostbusters? They were cheering on the ghost because why would they be in front of a museum ringing in the new year? Yeah, that's not where I, I mean, think they I were. I, def- I think what the movie, what's going on in there, is that they are cheering, but it is a little <laughs> vague. It's not because they're singing the New Year song. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. They they are kind of doing two things at the same time. I yeah, think, which is that that is true, but also <laughs> they do set up like. Well, first of all, the NYPD is like blocking off streets when the Statue of Liberty is just like clunking around, <laughs> yeah. not making a dent. Like, can you imagine the property damage? Yeah, um, but. <laughs> Do you think they were like, we need to have another giant thing yes, come to life? So. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, Bill Murray finds a way to be pervy even to the Statue I, of Liberty. I like that. Okay. I okay. don't like the joke he makes. <laughs> I don't like the joke he makes that there's like, oh, you know, she's not wearing anything under that. But I think it's very funny for him to say she is French. I think it's funny <laughs> to assert that the woman that is the Statue of Liberty is a French woman <laughs> because the Statue of Liberty was made in France. Yeah. Funny to give a nationality to the statue itself. Yeah, it's not yeah. JRPG no one... rules where it's made by like <laughs> Japanese developers, but they're always like white blonde men. Mm-hmm. It's, right. it's yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. Bill like, statue no, rules. Totally. Fr- yeah. <laughs> the woman was made in France. She's a French woman. <laughs> but not to defend Bill Murray being gross about the, her being naked. I don't, I don't. And why? He also is pervy to uh, some <laughs> pink goo at one point. <laughs> they're like, they're like, if you scream at it, basically it reacts. And he's like, hey, baby. I, you know, I don't want to defend Bill Murray, but I did when they were going through that. And maybe it was my subconscious, like, like basically doing what deja vu is when like, you know, part, and maybe we need to discuss what deja vu is exactly, but it's where part of your brain is, is like actually taking in the information, just like an unmeasurable amount quicker than the other side. So you think you've seen this before because part of your brain technically has, Yeah, maybe it was my brain just remembering this scene as a kid and completing the information. But I was like, Oh, what if he, what would happen if he was like horny to it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can can we do a little bit of table setting? Not that we need to, because I guess there could be some fair assumption that like the, 
listener has like yeah, we're, watched the movie. <laughs> we're pretty inconsistent about how much table setting we do. We're pretty yeah. bad, but go ahead. Uh, my my, my podcast instincts are setting in. Uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters 2, movie takes place five years later. Also, it's so bold. The movie, before any, any credits, any production yes. companies, it says five years later. <laughs> I'm like, that is so bold. (laughs) Yeah, the assumption is you've just watched Ghostbusters 1. You just came out of it, and now you're coming to see this one. (laughs) Oh, because that's that's how they did it back in the day. Yeah. It's five years later. We're in New York. Everyone has forgotten that the Ghostbusters exist. The Ghostbusters are now just doing, like, kids parties where they dance to. Erin was in the room during part of the movie, and she went insane when the Ghostbusters were playing the Ghostbusters theme song in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who wrote this? Did they commission this song? Or did Ray Parker Jr. just write this for fun? Well, Why do the Ghostbusters have access to their own theme song? You know, yeah. we'll have to play the 2009 game to find out, but I'm guessing that uh, <laughs> they did commission it. Yes. Oh, yeah. From Ray Parker Jr. Okay. In there, the movie. There is another. And they, did they go to Ray Parker Jr. and say like, <laughs> we went to Huey Lewis and <laughs> he said no. <laughs> They, uh, there is a new song in this movie, of course. There's mm-hmm. a hip-hop Ghostbusters song. Yeah, there's like song. a rap at the end. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, there are a few bops in this movie <laughs> where I was like, this is not in line with like this movie at all, the yeah. genre, anything. But I was really digging a lot of the cool jams. Oh, yeah. Uh, not that I could even be like, oh, this was this genre of music in the 80s, but I liked it. Yeah. Did you like uh, the hip-hop song? I mean... <sighs> The real song. It, like. <laughs> it made me happy. I love okay, yeah. hearing it, but I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. But I do enjoy that it's ex- it existed. Someone sat down, put pen to paper. Okay, and what rhymes with ghost? You know, <laughs> ghost. like that kind of that kind of work. But yeah. Um, also, the opening in this movie, I think, is really bad. Like, oh, it's rough. It just opens with Sigourney Weaver. It's like five years later. Okay, she has a baby. Yeah, baby almost gets hit by a bunch of cars, and then it's yeah. like Ghostbusters too. <laughs> And I was like, well, I, I, I'm oh, expected to then, believe that this was a ghost oh, doing the, it, but. The reveal that her and Bill Murray are not together, and I immediately go like, oh no, it's going to be the same movie again. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have, it's going to be again a romance plot line between him and her. Like we, I already, I already went through this mm-hmm. and I know it's not fair to the movie that we just covered Ghostbusters <laughs> 1 on the podcast. It's not, yeah. it's not the movie's fault. It's supposed to have been years after Five. I should have been rearing to go. I'd be like, man, Ghostbusters. I can't wait to see Bill Murray hit on Sigourney Weaver. I can't, that's my favorite part about Ghostbusters. But I was not ready for that to be the subplot of this movie again. You had just like washed, you know, away the pain of the previous one and how that happens. And to have it right back, <laughs> I understand back, how that's to tough. To be like, she likes this guy again. There's mm. nothing to like. There's yeah. a part where she is like talking to him. I forget how she phrases it, but she's like, isn't it great to be at dinner with the cutest and kindest person? And then I thought she was going to say, like, and you, like, to say that, like, I'm the cute one. But no, mm. she's asserting that Bill Murray's character is, like, cute and kind. She says and the like, kindest and cutest person I've ever broken up with. <laughs> okay, I guess it's maybe the only person she's ever broken up with. <laughs> Everyone else left her to go be a musician in Europe. No, yeah. I have a question because you two just watched the first movie recently. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I don't think I've seen it for 10 years. But is she also like this incredible multi-hyphenate who plays the cello, who is like <laughs> an absolute incredible painter? Is that in the first one at all? Because I was just she, like the whole movie. I kept being like, she's got another skill. Yeah, <laughs> she, definitely, she does it all. 
she's also in sorry, the orchestra you. in the first one. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. She's also not I did also think she was a painter, but they reveal at the end of the movie that she's just cleaning the paintings. Yeah. She's removing that's what this <laughs> Oh <laughs> So she's not that impressive. Yeah. There's the man, the weird pervy man. Janos. Yeah, Janos. <laughs> She's like, thanks for your solution. And he's like, I mixed a special solution. And like, that's what she's using to like remove whatever aging from the painting yes. that she's mm-hmm. doing. And she's like, I did like seeing this part of where she's like wrapping a cotton swab like around what looks like a chopstick or something. I'm like, oh, this is some sort of like, this is interesting. Did yeah. they like actually figure out what this person does or did they just like ask props? Like, I don't know, bring out some cotton swabs <laughs> and <laughs> chopsticks and. Sigourney will do whatever she does. It is a cool job to have that I've never seen in a movie before. It's the kind of job, you know, before TikTok, you never saw it. And now (laughs) every once in a while you see a TikTok of a person being like, yeah, I I do this all day. Yeah. Here's a day in the life of a painter cleaner. (laughs) Painting cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, there's just this giant painting of a... of a genocidal maniac in the background of this guy like perving behind her. Mm -hmm. I do want to say that, because I recognize this actor who plays, now I'm forgetting his name, Janos? Janos. Janos, I almost said Janov. Uh, He, his name is uh, Peter McNichol and definitely an American actor, which like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll get into it, but like the whole, Bill Murray's character even calls it out in the movie. He's like, where are you from? (laughs) And I did appreciate that because it was like, oh, they maybe, you know what? For all I know, he had some training and there is a specific like Eastern European accent that's being done, but it sure didn't feel like it. Yeah, you don't have to be that kind. That's not what what happened in this. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, can you sound Eastern European? And he did that. And they're like, oh, that's good. Um, Speaking of which, did he get like hypnotized by the painting or did he just get like zapped and decide to do the paintings do bidding? I think he got hypnotized, right? Because Dan Aykroyd gets hypnotized, right? I think he is at least like somewhat hypnotized. Under he's control, already a creep. Yeah. He's a creep from yeah. moment one. He's mm-hmm. like <laughs> he's like touching his employee's hair. Oh, and all that like, other stuff before was not me either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whoa, I'm hypnotized <laughs> for years. <laughs> but then there's, yeah, later he's like, okay, painting man, I'll steal this baby for you, but seems like the mom, you don't need that, right? I can have her, right? Oh, like, yeah. This is the, I think that's the phrasing. It's yeah. Like, can I have her? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know I think that's supposed to be he's sort of under the spell, but that checks out. if he's under the spell, why does he have his own desires? Yeah. I don't know. Because I, I was confused too, because Dan Aykroyd is like infatuated with the painting. I'm like, oh, he's under its spell. But then he goes back to normal for a bit. And then just at the end, he kind of transforms into <laughs> the painting. <laughs> Man. That is part of the movie that I didn't remember. <laughs> and maybe the most like, there's a few Actually, like really scary parts that yes. I mean that I presently think are scary. Yeah, that being one of them. I mean, I guess maybe now we can start hitting on some of the scary yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm the only I'm baby interested here. In what, no, um, I was. I I thought some of this stuff was genuinely scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, that thing where he like sort of morphs into like Ackroyd, but like he's also possessed by uh, Vigor. Was a uh, Vigo was the Carpathian? Yes. <laughs> was uh, it just got? I didn't yeah. expect it, and I thought we were through everything. So I was like, "Oh, extra scare!" I didn't uh, think what, that was coming. What were the things in this that watching it, you're like, "Oh, that scared me as a kid." <laughs> I think one of them, and the primary one, once I saw it, I was like, "That's where this initial like 
flash moment of mm. even throwing this movie out to you all uh, as the option was the bathtub. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it's because I was a kid at the time or I was so scared for the baby or if Sigourney Weaver taking her shirt off something <laughs> like there's a lot of wires just spinning in my head. Yeah. Thank goodness she does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We needed really it. necessary. Or no, yeah, America like, needed it. And I'll take my shirt off too. Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you, it's like, are, you, are you trying to make the baby more comfortable? <laughs> yeah. That was that was strange. They just wanted her to have to put on that coat when she goes back to Vankman. But yeah, yeah the the hot tub, the hot tub. <laughs> no, we're talking. But yeah. the bathtub was just so scary for me. I like. I think the stuff. I remember like seeing, and this isn't even the scary part. But when it starts to like come out of the faucet yeah. and the way it sort of, it doesn't even pool. It yeah. just sort of stays solid down there. Yeah, yeah. That grossed like, me out. Yeah. 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 Like, it's, yeah, it's like oil and watery. I mean, not it's like thicker than that, but like the way it doesn't disperse into the water. Yes. It, it like yeah. keeps its form. Yeah. Of, um, yeah. That's that scene. I was like, this is, this, this affected me as a child. Yes. <laughs> like, that's so you had seen that, it as a kid as well. Yeah. I will. Watching this, I I was I realized like oh this is the Ghostbusters that I had seen as a mm. kid like this is everything and this is what I think of as Ghostbusters yeah. so but yeah that that's <laughs> it's so like, there is something about like it's happening behind her yes and it's so obvious of like if she just just turn around you'll see <laughs> in my mind though in my memory of it the baby is in the tub. And the goo is coming down, but she's got the baby. Yeah, over mm-hmm. there, it's like the baby's. I had the same dangerous. feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she puts like a boogie board in the tub. <laughs> yes, board. and I was like, I guess she puts the baby <laughs> it, on that. Exactly. It had like divots for a baby's body, yeah. but it was like a a wedge of a boogie board, and it does it does feel like. Well, this is just a baby product that is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was no, my that was my thought too. Me. I was like. I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> then again, I haven't been looking out for one for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But so now, do you remember, like as a child, did this did this make you scared of tubs? Or do you <laughs> think that this just was you an know, impactful moment? I don't remember it making me scared of bathtubs. But a strange coincidence that I you're just reminding me of is when I was at that age, I would go and take a bath. Uh, or shower, probably mostly baths as like a little kid in my parents' bathroom, which at the time mm. before they redid it was like all hot pink. Like the home <laughs> we lived in had like like my bathroom at the time was like lime and forest green, just really strange, like 70s sort of uh, aesthetic like choices, both in the color scheme and I think in the design. And the so the bathroom was like the tile was pink the 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 toilet was pink and the <laughs> bathtub was pink so i don't know if there was a connection there but just you asking me that just reminds <laughs> no. me that i don't know there was possible it was possible i had like an aversion to that afterwards yeah, yeah. when my allegiance bathtub. changed to the green tub i don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't I do, know i do i do like sort of covet like a non-white bathtub it's I'm pretty like, cool it's cool yeah, yeah. yeah. non-white cool. toilet that's really cool oh dude for sure Gotta match yeah, it I has can't, to. No, you can't have a white toilet and a pink tub. <laughs> the toilet and the tub have to be the same yeah. color, right? Right? Le- legally, <laughs> legally, I'm asking yes. you all to yes, stop yes, me yes, from yes. making a weird decision. <laughs> no, we're going to let this get enshrined on this episode, and you're going to have some shame. Yeah, you're going to have to apologize next time. Come um, back, a, you see a bright red toilet in there. <laughs> um, That was probably the most visceral moment in, in line with the goo when uh, Ackroyd's character is lowered into the sewer mm. and then the stuff in the su- in like the running river of goo starts to like 
form and like reach up after him also just like yeah. got me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very the, much the blob inspired, I mm-hmm. feel. Like yeah, it's coming out of the sewer yeah. grates and everything. It's there's a shot of people running out of a movie theater where I was like, this is stolen right from the blob. Yeah. <laughs> See, to me, I think I, what I thought was scariest, but this didn't, I did not remember this from childhood when they're in the railroad area and then there's just a bunch of like scary heads appear oh, yeah. floating. I'm like, these are all scary masks and I do not like this. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like thinking about being next to these and like you have to touch the, I don't know. They're just scary heads. Cause they're all doing the thing where they're like echo, echo. And then yeah. Winston does it and there's no echo. And a voice goes Winston. And then the heads appear. It's also uh, the only time in the movie anyone says Winston's name. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that is kind of horrifying. Uh, <laughs> That part that unlike the end scary moment with the when Ackroyd turns into sort of Vigo, the mm-hmm. Carpathian, Carpathian <laughs> nailed it. No. And I do want to say he kind of looks like the brother from Basket Case. <laughs> In this, have you ever seen Basket I Case? I haven't seen maybe, that movie. Or like, have you seen, have you seen any images from Head of the Family? Uh, yeah, I was gonna, Head of the <laughs> Family too. Was my yeah, those two. I think he kind of looks like. <laughs> um, but that, that, that head part yeah. really, uh, yeah. I was scared when me. the baby was on the ledge of the building. Oh yes. Yeah. So I remember the, like the ghost old lady coming at him with the carriage. I don't remember it being, uh, Janos. I didn't. So what was that? She oh. said that. And I'm like, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I think you're wrong. I, yeah, <laughs> is it, I guess the character could be wrong. Yeah. She's <laughs> dealing with a lot of stress in that moment. <laughs> I mean, not that we don't have to get to the bottom of it, but it was confusing. It was like, yeah. okay, so yeah. is this a ghost that he's projecting? Is this him flying? Like, what exactly? Is I don't that? know. Yeah. I mean, I did watch a Johnny Carson interview with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd about Ghostbusters too. I was trying to do a little oh. research, and Dan Aykroyd does express that he believes that every ghost is like a specific person mm. that died. So it doesn't make sense if that's his belief that he's applying to the movie, which I think he maybe does. I think Bill yeah. Murray, or not Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd is maybe like, well, this all could happen. <laughs> yeah. what the, the vibe, because he went on The Tonight Show and he brought with him like what I would describe as a zine about <laughs> like supernatural phenomenon. And he's like, oh, and here it'll describe, oh, you know, there's healers in Mexico that do like uh, psychic surgery on you with like they rub a pencil. Across. And then of course... Dan Aykroyd does a racist voice. Um, oh, cool. But it does seem like this guy believes in this stuff. And so I, th- I feel like there is, I don't think he would put it, I don't think he would put something in there that he didn't mm-hmm. think could happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Or it was, it's just like some, <laughs> yeah. some explanation he came up with yeah, after the yeah, fact, yeah. but, and then really bought in on, I don't, I don't know. I can only imagine in that interview, Dan Aykroyd explaining that stuff and Bill Murray, like smugly's like, Get a load of this whack job. <laughs> well, what Bill, Mur- what Bill Murray says is um, he's got a joke and he says, he's like, yeah, I see some ghosts, but uh, all the ghosts I see are waiters. They take your order and then they disappear. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this jab at waiters? Horrible. Murray, you know what? <laughs> like, what are you so I got to give him a hand on that <laughs> one. Um, he's do, waiters. There, there is a point in the courtroom where Bill Murray makes a joke because they're in court for drilling a hole on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, well, there's so many holes on Fifth Avenue already. I thought no one would notice. And the whole crowd yeah. laughs. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this sucks. I was like, mm, so yeah. it seems like they're all, first of all, enormous people, like group of people in yeah. the audience yeah, who yeah. just yeah. seem like general public. <laughs> yeah. Not like anyone invested in yeah. this. And the writer, the writer wrote that and was like, 
And of course the crowd will laugh at the joke. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it did seem like the, the crowd at the Ghostbusters trial did like the Ghostbusters. Yeah, the AD's so. like, so guys, we didn't get like any laughter on that last take. <laughs> and re- reminder, the description says the crowd laughs yeah. audibly. You so guys are big uh, Ghostbusters fans. You like yeah. these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, suspension of disbelief. You like Bill Murray. Yeah. So. Uh, I had like two more not scary things that just thoughts I had about the movie that I wanted that I'd be rip, remiss if I didn't bring mm-hmm. up today. Please. Which is one, the actress who plays the uh, front desk attendant. Yes. Um, a, honestly, seeing this movie, I was like, that was like an early sexual awakening of more okay. just like, I find this person attractive yeah. and I don't know, but like, I'm don't fully understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it, it was very clear. They just took a very attractive person and tried to make yeah, her look yeah. dorky. <laughs> yes. So she could be with Rick Moranis. Yes. Word. <laughs> um, that about her, but also I was like, who is this person? And turns out she, her name's Annie Potts. And mm. she voiced uh, Bo Peep in the Toy Story mm. series and the games too. Whoa! So okay, that's so good of her to do the game VO. It is. Uh, she dated nice. Woody <laughs> and Rick Moranis. Oh, I forgot to include that. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to point out, since I am uh, the video game guy in uh-huh. a sense, mm. and I'm declaring myself that there are two Nintendo references in this movie. Yeah, there is part where do you, which one did you catch? I got both of them. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Tell me, bring up one and I'll say the other. Okay, well, one I really liked was when Rick Moranis calls it Super Mario Brothers. Very specific to the East Coast. And I felt very validated because that's what Uh, I say. Yes. People always give me shit. We didn't happen to talk about that on your episode of my show, did we? I don't think so. But yes, I say Super Mario Brothers. Yes. And it's like so ingrained in me that I know, I'm like, okay, I get it. Yes. Well, this has brought up an interesting question recently because in an ad for the new Super Mario Brothers movie, the person calling it, who's like in the commercial for them, she Mm -hmm. pronounces it Super Mario Bros because she's, you know, ostensibly from Brooklyn. Yeah. But I'm like, but do they, does Mario say his (laughs) name's Mario? Can of worms. Not important. It's a me, Mario. Uh, (laughs) The second thing I wanted to point out was that they control the Statue of Liberty with the NES Power Pad, which is this, which is a Nintendo controller that I actually do have. Whoa! It's essentially it looks like an like a primitive arcade stick. It's just got two big buttons, like a turbo thing. I thought it was made up. I thought they they just like were like, oh, we'll make a contraption that looks like an NES controller. This is a real thing. Real thing. Wow. Yes. It's really cool. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember it being conducive to playing games, but it might work for someone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. Now, Connor, were you a scared kid, though? Did this this movie scare you? Definitely. I was a freaky cat. I guess you were saying you you have trouble going to sleep. Mm -hmm. You get yourself all worked up. Are you... Is this a kid that's... Go into mom and dad's room. What do you want? For sh- would for sure like go in there and and be. I don't know how often I would like try to sleep with them, but I would often go in and be like, I'm having nightmares, or like I can't go to sleep, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom would probably be gentle and polite, or like maybe polite. maybe like take me back to bed, uh, and and just like sit with me until I could fall asleep. Oh, uh, I would nice. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. I would have to sleep if I was ever scared. I'd have to sleep on the floor in my parents' room. I think that's a. I think that's, that's a, a great compromise. compromise. Yeah, yeah. So like you're not getting up bad. here, yeah. but I guess we can make you leave. <laughs> yeah. I do have some memories of being in between my parents in bed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that seems nice. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess you'd get tired of that as an adult, but yeah. 
I'm also like, it's so cozy. But for know, a kid, probably so cozy like a nice little, little cocoon. Hmm. Yeah. Does Laura ever snuggle up in between you? Well, lo- well, and I, I've talked about this in the podcast before. Of course, I sleep on the floor. Actually, hey, on like a, Matt, baby Matt, <laughs> like a, baby couple of, on a couple of futon mattresses next to the bed. But Laura typically sleeps on the bed with Aaron. And this is not because we're in a fight. It's it helps me. Uh, I have like restless leg. And yeah, but I get too heated up issues. Uh, and so sleeping on the floor helps. But Laura picks Aaron over me. Well, I'm not, especially since it's not because you're in a fight. I'm really glad it's been brought up before and that I didn't pull the bandaid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have felt bad. Yeah. Uh, I've, and this has been criticized by previous guest Garrett Palm. Uh, I'm an criticized. open book. I'm an open book and I'll tell every detail about myself to yeah. every person. That's what makes you um, you, buddy. Well, it makes me me, but also he said it's a way to avoid intimacy because by sharing everything, you prevent the like, need to have special things that you share with special people. And so that's a problem with me. Okay, well, Garrett, now you're in my head. (laughs) Um, Do you watch scary movies in general? Not very often, but they are something I become increasingly curious about. And uh, now it's kind of a fun, like, not challenge, but like adventure for me. The scariest movie I've watched in recent memory, and I also don't play almost any scary video games, just an mm. FYI. Uh, <laughs> no Dead Space? No, but it looks amazing. Okay. Like, it, I could play it someday, yeah. for sure. Um, I've only played one, part of one Resident Evil uh, 7. Okay. Uh, but uh, but as far as uh, movies go, I did watch Barbarian this okay. fall. Mm. I did raise your hand if you saw it. Wow, the whole room. <laughs> Everyone's um, brave here. I yes. didn't see it in theaters, which I wish I would have, but I think I maybe saw it in a scarier context where I watched it by myself at an Airbnb in Detroit. <laughs> at an Airbnb, and I, when I was traveling for work, yeah. <laughs> but I watched it by myself one night. After, like at, I think I must have started it late too, and it was a lot of like watching through my fingers. But it was so good and exciting. Mm. But I was freaked. It was one of those nights where I went, I went to sleep, and I was like, "Well, I hope this doesn't pop into my mind before I go to sleep." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so not often, but I really make them count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I do. I relate to that idea of like. Going in and going to into going to sleep and being like, okay, and all I have to do is not follow the path. If I start thinking about being scared, I I feel like pretty recently I have a memory of being like, why stop thinking about it? Mm-hmm. Like you're just mate, you're just you're just like compulsively scaring yourself. Mm. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. You hey, went to bed though after Barbarian. I think it was fine. Yes. Okay. Uh definitely. Yeah, I feel like Bar- Barbarian was definitely the big that's like the horror movie that everyone saw last year, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we had a lot of people who said they don't watch scary movies, but they saw Barbarian yeah. and enjoyed mm-hmm. it. So it, it permeated enough that people felt social pressure to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta well, see Barbarian. I, I, the last thing I'll say about it is every October rolls around and I'm like, I'm gonna watch like at least one a week, and I never do. Uh, so, sorry. Well, this year I'll make sure you do. Thank you. <laughs> I'll text you say, hey, have you watched one this week? I look forward to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, this week you got to watch Basket Case. <laughs> yeah. Sounds scary. Uh, you know what? It's Basket Case. It's, it's fun. It's too, I think it's too silly to be scary. Yeah. I mean, it's like really gross. Yeah. We haven't done like a, I don't know, have we, what's the grossest movie we've watched on the pod? Oh. Maybe uh, like Puppet Master? Oh, probably. Yeah. Or... You like gross? <laughs> not, I like would a gross scary. Movie? I would. I've, I have not dipped my toe in too much. My guess would be no. <laughs> hmm. 
seems like a normal guy. <laughs> well, just you wait. <laughs> seems like there's nothing wrong with you. I was looking at a list to see if anything's grosser. Oh, Event Horizon, maybe. Oh, and also uh, Little Monsters is kind of gross. Yeah. I keep debating. Do I buy the Blu-ray? Do I spend <laughs> $2 more because they released like a cool version of Little... But I don't even like the movie. Yeah. And we don't need to get into... I, I'm always, I'm always Please. scrolling through eBay being like, well, I got to eventually buy every movie we've covered on physical media. And so... Regardless of what you, you do, know. please update the podcast. Yeah, I'll let everyone know. Mm-hmm. And That's if anyone, you you're in charge now, yeah. Matt. <laughs> if anyone has uh, physical copies of any of the movies we cover that they're looking to unload for $4 or less, that's typically the price on eBay for any of these DVDs. Okay. Let me know. <laughs> your old guy. Especially if you got Puppet Master. Just the, I don't want the tin movie pack. I just want to buy oh. Puppet Master 1. You haven't found that yet? Eh, you know, you find it, but you're, they'll have deals. These sellers that, that it'll be like, yeah. buy, th- buy three, get one free. And so you're waiting. Till yeah, it sounds like Charles Band. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to <laughs> rip like you off. Charlie would be up to, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, another like Marvel-esque joke in this movie, uh, Rick Moranis walks into a room that I guess ghosts were in before and he's like, smells like someone took a big... <gasps> <laughs> and then Slimer. Yeah. Oh yeah, Slimer's in this, yeah, but like he's Slimer. like just a bus driver. <laughs> yeah. I wish Slimer was in it a bunch. I think it's like, it, seemingly cool. In the cartoon, I believe they become friends with Slimer, yeah. which we, we didn't see because I was like, he's supposed to be scary and he's driving a bus. He's like, yeah. get on, pal. Slimer, for a while, was like a, a character Aaron would do, not like in shows <laughs> or anything, which was like around the house, but it was just consistent of her being like, Hey, I'm Slimer. <laughs> and like, that was all she had. Yeah. <laughs> Slimer would show up hey, a lot. That's good. It's um, an A plus character. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. If she like spills food all over the floor, it would be funny too. <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> certainly, certainly uh, places to go with it. Yeah. Um, oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Do you hear something at the door? Yeah, I heard that. Um, oh, I also heard something at the door. Yeah. You're the mm. closest, Connor. Do you no, want to grab the door? Yeah, sure. Um, oh, oh yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Only couple locks and whoa oh, hello hello from <laughs> hello it's me Anos. oh yeah oh. <laughs> speak of the devil oh, what? yeah we were just talking about you and ghostbusters too what's up oh my gosh life is better after pink slime covered my body i woke <laughs> up feeling incredible um <laughs> oh uh, million bucks they do say oh. in the movie they're like oh is he gonna be okay they're mm-hmm. like he's covered in positive slime he'll yeah. wake up feeling great i've been ripped my abs are ripped i just woke up with <laughs> yeah. abs um Whoa. With abs. Yeah. Uh, woke up ladies throwing their babies at me um oh not I, themselves but their babies <laughs> yeah the, yes oh. i i want to be a father i want to have he didn't have wife but dana said no the doors open always um <laughs> but, uh, if you're listening dana Yes, she, she. I'll send her the link. We have email. Um, I'm also. Oh, you still keep in touch. Every year, I send her uh, one Christmas card, so she has my address. That's the appropriate amount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But, you but you don't have her address. Mm, no, I I have her address. Okay. Um, with you but, her. But you're saying? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Vankman. You know, you know she has your address, not because she's used it, but because you have sent it to her yearly. Yearly. Okay. No receipt yet. Um, if she she never sent me anything back, oh. it's okay. She's, it's okay. Okay. It's yeah. okay. Janos, I mean, I then feel free to tell me if I'm stepping out of line here. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're still hung up on Dana. Why? When yeah, the world's kind of your oyster. Yeah. Now. yeah. Women are throwing their babies <laughs> you got at you. Abs. What more could you want? <laughs> 
Um, I just want Dana to give second chance to see more abs. Um, but um, I've been getting out there on dates and updating Instagram, and oh. I just think if she gives me follow, she'll see some good things on there. Oh, so do you have you found her on Instagram? Um, she has not accepted. Oh, um, she's private account, but um, my friends. Mm. Gives me their login. I get to look at her account. We all work oh, together. So they accepted wow. your friend's <laughs> request to follow. Mm-hmm. Oh. She doesn't want to make things awkward with uh, Vankman and... So they did stay together. Oh, uh, uh, yes, for now. But it's just a bit of... Because <laughs> it's probably been 30 years at this yeah. point. And he's very bald. He was balding. Oh, up. You look great. You still have all your hair. Yeah. yeah. I would say more hair. You've yeah. More Beard hair. now. Uh, the slime really did a lot for my body, my hair. It mm-hmm. could be product for um, selling it on TikTok. No. Yeah. Uh, I see you've brought yeah, some pink, along. Like the pink slime. I yeah. brought some along for you, Franz. Oh. oh. Okay. Uh, you're, you can... you're producing the slime? Uh, it's very popular with children nowadays to play with slime. Okay. Um, and then you can also put it all over your body to feel better. Uh, I got you a nice container. Uh, thank oh. you. I might not put it on me. Come on, put it on. No, I don't know if y'all remember this, but in the movie, mm-hmm. the pink slime was bad. And actually mm. the slime, I thought the slime they put on you at the end was like white slime. Because that was the happy slime. This is full on pink stuff. I think <laughs> it was just negatively charged. Mm-hmm. So if you like sing to it kind of like in the movie or do something positive. Yeah. I think you can positively charge that stuff. And, and I have... wouldn't even mind if you did that while we were here. Yeah, no. you should sing to it. <laughs> yeah. Sing to it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't want to be rude to Yanos, do you? Yeah, come on. What am I supposed to sing? Well, what's this? Is there any songs that come to mind? Like, do you have a karaoke song? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how, what if uh, you... All right, here, hold on. We got, um, a fr- a French, uh, Tell me how you gonna make your way in the world, woman, when you weren't cut out for working, when your fingers are slender and frail. Oh, it's dancing. It's dancing. Oh, it's wow. bubbling up. It's dancing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Now I think it's good. Hey. Well, thank you for, thank you for the job. Just rub that all over me later. I'll I rub some on me. <laughs> that was maybe a bit of sad song, and I think you might have. <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it is kind of a sad song. Mm. Be sad slime, and it might just make your body very oh, skinny and okay, pale. Oh. Okay, well, that will not be a noticeable change. <laughs> so, <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Janos? <laughs> so, obviously, very active on social media. Mm-hmm. You are you. Would you consider yourself an influencer? Is that your sort of line of work now, or do you still curate museums? I'm curious. Still curate museums, spent many years in many universities on cleaning art, and that's a skill not mm. many people have. Uh, but yep. then people do follow on TikTok. They follow for life advice. They follow for <laughs> dating updates. It's almost like um, a, a get ready with me routine vlog. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Mm. That's fun. It's so fun. What do you do in the morning? What do I do in the morning? <laughs> well, I wake up and I tip, I like to prepare coffee the night before. So first thing is I'll go feed my cat. I'll turn on the coffee and then it's time for just a simple breakfast. It, did you want me to elaborate further? Because <laughs> I'll probably get on the computer. I'll look at the schedule for the day. Uh, is, that, is, is that suitable? No. <laughs> when do you apply your new slimes? Mm-hmm. Do you have oh. a slime regimen though? I... 
I don't apply a slime per se, but I do mm. use like deodorant, which is sort of like, I mean, I guess hardened <laughs> slime or like face <laughs> and hand lotion, which is. Like, no, that seems like you're talking down to Yano. So like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know if you've ever encountered just, a solid object, but it's like a hard slime. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to like find a connection here yeah. and I, because I don't engage with slime. This is actually the first time I've seen it in person. Oh my gosh. Would you like to hold the slime? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, oh my gosh. Right. It's a, it's Do so, you want so to much, sing something to the slime? It's so much lighter. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, I guess if you did it, Tanner, I may as well <laughs> do it. Oh, I'll sing a song that I recently heard on an episode of The Office, so it's top of mind. Mm. You gotta know when to Ooh. hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk yeah. away. I'm looking to uh, <laughs> map for every lyric. Know <laughs> when to run. You gotta count your no money. money. <laughs> and you Oh, it's dancing. This is interesting because I watched that episode within the last week as well. Did you? I've been going going through those super fan episodes. Yes. Is that what you're up to? (laughs) Actually, that may be because, yes, because there is a Peacock account that's been signed into on my television that has that. Are you you, you on Peacock? Yeah, are you on Peacock? (laughs) On Peacock, watch The Office. I think Dana and I were original Jim and Pam. Um, And oh. people, if it was being filmed, then would I guess have... that's true because you are like a creep, like Jim is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are canceled in the same way. No, uh, I, I wouldn't go that far to say. <laughs> have you not been canceled yet? Because not at all. No, because based um, on the mood, I don't know if you did. You ever stop touching your employees' hair when you talk to them? There or? was something in her hair, so I oh. I was cleaning <laughs> okay. it. You mm-hmm. were being good and being good. I have many sisters. I braid hair constantly. Okay, no. <laughs> yes. They Having are. sisters does not make it where you can't be a creep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but very good at it. Um, you, would, you would let me braid your wife's. You'd let me braid your hair. I just. <laughs> You're telling me I would let you. <laughs> <laughs> well, have yeah. you seen his work? I don't. I mean, I, yeah. I'm also not quite on As board, but like I'm open to the yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Are you still in touch with uh, Vigo? Vigo, um, I have. Frame in my uh, art museum. <laughs> he is no longer in um, frame. It was burnt and exploded, but I have it ready for him. We were very close. If you saw, he zapped my body. Yeah. Right. We were one in a way, um, and he took over my brain. Um, so I just miss... <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I miss him a lot, and I have not felt quite alive since then. Oh. I never felt more alive oh. than then. Oh. Huh. Well, that's, that's saying something because you feel yeah. feels like you're doing really well yeah, now. Yeah, you really seem. Upbeat. Is that just social media? You're Ooh, putting it front. Uh, social media is uh, a lie. We should uh, say that to everyone. It is bad for the youth. It's bad for mental health. It's bad for Yano's health. It's bad oh, for your pretty, health. That's yeah. pretty progressive. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect yeah. that. No, Yano's. Oh, do you have any thoughts on Ed TV? It's sort of about. <laughs> sort of like being the. He's sort of the first influencer. You know, like he mm-hmm. goes and he gets like free stuff and it's like Giannis do you have any thoughts on EdTV at all? Have you seen it? Because I have not seen it. <laughs> you know I spend many hours in a museum working hard um, <laughs> okay, not, sorry. not watching that one yeah. um, but congrats to him on being first influencer but also he's put world in bad place. Maybe we need more happy slime because of him. Yeah. So EdTV yeah. is responsible for like so, influencer culture and Ghostbusters 2 is responsible for the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Okay. that's what we've learned. I, I, so, and I see you're rubbing the goo on your arms right now. 
Yes. Uh, uh, speaking of MCU, Thor is my favorite, and I like to be very buff like. <laughs> yeah, wow. like Thor, yeah, I think like Thor. you are for sure the buffest person I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like a, but it it is sort of like a carrot top situation where it's like I actually I can't get out of my head what you used to look like, so now it looks bizarre. But you are buff. When you were working for uh, Vigo. Mm-hmm. Were you under his spell when you requested that, <laughs> when you said, like, can she be mine? Mm-hmm. And you were going to get, like, a sort of compulsory wife out of the deal? Was that, um, how much of that was you? Part of it was me, part of it, Vigo. I was zapped, brainwashed. Right, you were zapped. Um, and then then I had to serve my lord, Vigo. Uh, Vigo was being baby. I had to raise baby. <laughs> I had to be... Baby's father, and then we just have a wife with me, and like, why not right. throw her in? She's left over. She's there. She loves baby too, even though now it's evil baby. But um, <laughs> so we were going to just live a very happy life together in New York City. Very Harry met Sally. Very okay. Yes, uh, very New York romance. Um, but no, uh, I would still like her to be wife. Right, but yes. you would you currently mm-hmm. be up for say like a ghost forces her to be your wife? Or do you want it to be her choice? Uh, mm-hmm. My prediction <laughs> is he dances around the answer. <laughs> yes. Um, I support her in any way. But if there is a ghost <laughs> available, there's, I haven't run into one since Vigo. Okay. Uh, you know. Uh, have you s- well, you are seeking. You do want Vigo to come back and his frame dou- douse is- you with his... Light again, or yeah. Whatever. It, I don't want to assume, but it seems like you're kind of using the goo to cope with Vigo's absence. Mm-hmm. If you check wow. on the bottle, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, got it. Oh, it's uh, got a label. It's got a warning oh, yeah. label. Very addictive. Um, you oh. have to. <laughs> Did you make that? Yeah, it has a picture of some fucked up lungs too. Oh, God. addictive qualities. It's worse than vape. It's that's why we cannot sell it at high schools. Um, <laughs> oh wait, you tried to sell this at high school. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us about that? I went to local uh, New York high schools, uh, public schools, private schools, and I just, they let you in. Anyone can go. Um, <laughs> no. No, uh, <laughs> no, that's how they do it in New York. In New York. In. <laughs> uh, if you go through a back door, anyone is welcome. Okay. If you're dressed in janitor's outfit, you're no one questions, and you're welcome with you're welcome. Oh, arms wide open. And I just gave out many containers to children who are very cool. Uh, they have lots of feelings and they wanted to talk to me. I was escorted promptly away um, <laughs> and haven't been able to go back to a school a two-mile radius for a while, but mm. yeah. I think we still don't know whether or not you can sell that at school, but mm. you were just kicked out because you were distributing this and you shouldn't have been there. I'm going to say that I don't think there's... I'm not sure there's any products that just a person is allowed to go into schools and sell. That's true. You do have to be <laughs> like it's evil a part goo. of the cafeteria yeah. and there's probably some sanctioned, like a sanctioned school nutrition yeah. guide. Or a school, did y'all ever have a school store, uh, Giannis or <laughs> any of y'all have a school store? Maybe something up, like small. Would, maybe once a week they'll sell you like a special pin with smelly ink. Like the Scholastic Book Fair? Mm-hmm. Now no. that's the only thing I can remember like that. Yeah. And what okay. a time. Yeah, my school was, no, didn't have was, a store was, in it. It was like during lunch period. And you could buy like school-related stuff? Once a stuff. week or maybe once a month. Yeah, you could buy 
Well, it was like it was you know like a pen with smelly ink, for example. <laughs> a pen, uh, you're saying pen like a like a pen you'd wear on a clothing or a pen you'd write uh, with. P e n. I can't until college. I didn't know those words were supposed to be pronounced differently. That's why I asked because <laughs> a lot of people I feel like I've heard yeah. that a bunch. I have funny accent too, so people don't know I can't pronounce pen. <laughs> yeah, <we> have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, agree, I agree. My accent is as silly as yours. Speaking of which. Something I've been wondering about <laughs> is where are you from? Because Vankman actually asks mm-hmm. you in the movie, and that was a question I had on my mind. So it sort of felt like the character was voicing what the audience was wondering. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Tell us about your upbringing. Where are you from? Um, have you seen um, a, a map of Europe? Sure. Good. Okay, good schooling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> born in Germany to a, my mother's German and my father is from Switzerland and um then we spent time in Austria. If you've seen the sound of music, my mm. childhood was kind of like the kids when they're just they get to frolic. Okay, good. Was, good. The oh. good parts. <laughs> okay. The good parts. <laughs> the happy parts just in the trees. Yeah. Not the sad running away. No. I was not gonna the, say don't need to humanize this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different timelines. Um yes, just playing in trees and rivers in spending time. Okay. There are no real school, just a nice um, homeschool. So you're a mm-hmm. bit of a success story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I came to America when I was 18 for university. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went to University of Cincinnati because it has Go great, Bearcats. Go Bearcats. Great art program. Um, got good at cleaning mm-hmm. art. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Major special concoctions. Made many concoctions. Made lots of money. Uh, went to New York uh, pursuing... Uh, Bigger art. Mm-hmm. Cool. Bigger being like literal, like a giant painting. Like yeah. The one. Yeah. Vigo. Yeah. Because size is what matters to you, not necessarily the prestige or the value. Size in art is most important. When you do mm. little art, your hands get tired from um, <laughs> just focusing. Uh, and then bigger art is. Uh, I <laughs> actually hand gets more tired because there's just a lot happening. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, um, <laughs> just, just no, I get it. You can paint with big, broad strokes if it's a big yeah. canvas. Bigger, um, my, I have wrist <laughs> wrist straps every day. My oh, hands no. are tired. Um, uh. But I also, uh, bigger is better. That is bigger. It's important in art. And New York is very fun. There's fashion. There's food. There wasn't that in Cincinnati. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, I have more. I have another, actually, another t- question, but I wanted yeah. to, like, I, I feel like I've been asking, yeah. so I wanted to open it to you two if you have anything you wanted to run by uh, Janos before uh-huh. I do. No, I've just been flipping through your TikTok, actually. I'm going to give you a follow. This is honestly great stuff. You got some good uh, fits. Won't do it now, but we'll do it later. Yeah. yeah I don't know. He's- the, the thing about if you click follow, sometimes you never see them again on your For You page. You got to be uh-huh. careful. You can okay. look that me algorithm. up every morning. Part of your morning routine could be mm, Google Janos yeah. on TikTok, TikTok search. Yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of your Google morning routine. Janos on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I clarified. <laughs> a lot of your uh, morning routine seems to be goo related. Uh, goo, you... Oh, that's what you meant by Google. Google, <laughs> yes. A new hashtag. Goo, goo. Goo, goo. And I'm talking with people at Google to take phrase because I think it'd be better for me and my brand. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and if, <laughs> How's that process going? Don't you think this would be better for me if yeah. I was Google? Oh, so you're, you must, so are you, are you in talks with someone there? Have you reached out? Uh, reach out 
daily through HR email, have not heard back much <laughs> like Dana and Christmas card. But I know persistence is key. I follow yeah. many motivation TikTokers and they say yeah. every day do your routine yeah. and email uh, Google HR uh, Christmas card to Dana. So <laughs> I guess in the same way, you would say Google HR has your email. They, they have no <laughs> receipt yet. Um, right. But you're not getting a mailer, Damon, being like, mm -hmm. uh, Google not found. You know, you, they got yeah. it. They must have it. No, I love word mailer, Damon. It reminds me of a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and makes me miss Vigo a little bit. Uh, right, right. I can't help but see a similarity between you two that we've <laughs> discovered today. Because that's a lot of, like... Positive optimis optim optimist okay. thinking in a dark oh, situation. Yeah. And and you expressed something similar earlier, Tanner. Yeah. I did. Yeah. You know what? I like yeah. that. I I'm, I find that inspiring that you, um, regardless of the situation, you can figure out a reason why it's a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're saying maybe if you were in position where you worked in museum as art cleaner and you were zapped in wanted wife, you might do some things I have done. <laughs> no, I don't know if I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> I'm going that far. Okay. Um. I mean, I'm. I would say I'm a wife guy for sure. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> would you call yourself a wife guy, Giannis? Uh, wife guy who has yet to have a wife, but yes, aspiring wife guy. <laughs> Cannot wait. Um, which I think is real. I think I I knew going in that I was going to be a wife guy the whole time uh -huh. I've known. So I think I do. I think it's valid yeah. to be. A, you. I think you can be a. I'm going to be a wife guy once I get a wife. I think that's. Uh, Do you want to hang out sometime? I feel very um, Tanner. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm not too worried. He lives in New York. So I'm gonna be here all the time. Um, just got job at offer UCLA by Coastal. Wow! Oh. No, Congrats, go Bruins. Go maybe, but go Bearcats most of all. Of course, yes. Yes. most Always. of all. I I think honestly, I think you should get out there. If these women are throwing their babies at you, maybe go on some dates. I think. Maybe yeah. Dana seems like she's settled down at this point. I've been uh, setting up. Okay, wait, you're putting a lot of goo on now. No. Uh, <laughs> goo, every day I update my Tinder pictures. I just want them to be as buff as possible. Yeah, you're getting uh, buffer. As we, sp it just <laughs> can't stop. Would you, what would you recommend I put on my Tinder profile? Um, you put that you're a museum curator. It's a pretty mm -hmm. impressive job. Um, put that you're love fitness. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe like a shirtless pic. Mm -hmm. How many mm. shirtless pics? All mine right now are shirtless pics. Uh, maybe oh, not okay. everyone. Okay. Maybe one or two, I'd say. Yeah, because you want them to know that you do own shirts. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I've, never set, I've never set up a dating profile. I've never been on an app. Life guy. Sorry. Life guy over here. I guess but that we haven't actually inquired because it sounds like your profile, it can't be, I mean, sure, a lot, all shirtless pics. Yeah, that may be off-putting to some, but to some that could, you're still getting yeah. swipe right. So how's it? I mean, are you getting responses? Are you are you matching? Uh, matching, but looking for someone who is like musical and cleans art at the same time. Um, and maybe has baby, um, but just not not finding love on this app. And I wonder if there's maybe a new solution. I've heard of Raya. I've heard of Hinge. I think you could get oh. on Raya. Yeah, oh my so. God. Yeah. Do you have the, the login? I don't. I, I'm too also not Raya level, but you know, if, if, if I hear, I'll connect you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. That means a lot for me um, on this journey uh, to becoming a wife guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I guess Raya is the place to 
<laughs> find a wife. I find, don't know. Like, wealthy wife. I do think Dana, if she was on an app, she, th- she'd be on that one, but she's not. You're looking for a wealthy wife? You had, you just yes. sort of sneak that in. There. I've lost new. a lot of money on the <laughs> okay. slime. Selling it to high schoolers, you can't sell financially. Mm. I was distributing uh, thousands of dollars of product for free. Oh. Um, I am wow. in serious debt uh, because of lawsuit about being on high school campus. Um, <laughs> and, oh, no. Um, uh, looking for money and maybe nice woman w- who has income. Okay. Well, at least it was a high school, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was an elementary school. Yeah. So I think you were hoping nice. for like a bit of word of mouth to really take the goo off the ground. Yeah. Doesn't seem that's quite happened yet. I mean, I'll try the goo. <gasps> I mean, yeah, I'm you know worried what? that this is like an MLM thing. This with this goo. Mm-hmm. Are you, is Yago it, has not once asked me to sell goo. No. No, never. Okay. Or slime. If anything, he's just cool to lose money doing <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I think that it would be great if you did, and okay. I'm gonna be honest. I think you should sing to it as oh, well. Yes. Yeah. So here here you go. Yeah, yeah, let's, take it. Yeah. Don't read uh, warning label. Yeah, no, I already saw <laughs> okay. it. So uh just gonna ignore it. Um Everybody get up. It's time to jam now. It's your chance. Do your dance at the space. I don't know. Jam. There's like less and less goo every second that you sing. It's like disappearing. It's gone. It, it hated that. Oh no. Space I love no, that no, song. Your, your no. muscles are disappearing. It's worst movie ever made. I really wow. feel migraine coming on. Goo is gone. You just goo is out of the container now. So yeah. um that would be uh, that cost five hundred dollars for that one. Oh, you can, oh, I have Venmo. Okay, I don't you oh I thought you were just giving me some for a free sample. Mm, mm, it, no. Uh you are not high schooler, you have income. Okay. Mm-hmm, so. I am very intimidated by you, so I guess I'll Venmo you. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but- you'll just like you'll follow him on TikTok, you'll Venmo him later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, okay. so I'll Venmo you. And um also with the Space Jam mm-hmm. doesn't matter how good it is. That song is great. <laughs> Yeah, I love and and I I still really I was thinking about this the other day. I still love that movie, <laughs> even if it's nostalgia. Yeah. No, but you can't have. Uh, I think a song that would have worked is maybe something that goes like Ghostbusters would make. Why it don't very you happy. sing? Let's let's you know <gasps> why don't you sing a song see if you can get the goo to come back. I mean that that's not the last. That wasn't the last of your goo, was it? That was the last of goo. You. <laughs> oh my gosh! You no, need to no. sing the song. I th- I mean, if you have any hope of getting it back. Oh my gosh. Will you guys sing it with me? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <gasps> when there's something and strange in your in the neighborhood, neighborhood. <gasps> who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. <gasps> it's coming. <it's- gasps> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. So does anyone have any plugs? Or <laughs> uh, Yannos on TikTok. Yannos, do you have any plugs? Uh, my TikTok at Yannos. <laughs> do you have any plugs? Uh for anyone in LA that you'd like to do, or are you good with just your TikTok? Um, just my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, do you have any plugs? Um, yeah. I, sorry, I would yeah. follow. Uh, is it Remy the Cat oh, on Instagram? Oh, I found beautiful cat owned by a nice lady. Um, at Remy Cat Meow is a oh. Scottish fold. He loves goo. Oh, fancy um, cat. Oh, he loves goo too. <laughs> yeah. He's very nice, very beautiful at sassy uh, captions, and he really inspires me. I have to follow this cat. Yeah, it's um, a good follow. You can, first of all, thanks for having me here. This has been an absolute <laughs> yeah. blast. Uh, and Yano's so great to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, you look great, by the way, Yano's. A lot different than the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you can follow me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. Uh, and check out my podcast. If you like podcasts, 
uh, then in video games, I've already pitched myself as that today. You'll <laughs> like mine. It's called Call Me By Your Game. I have someone on to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a specific moment in their life. Uh, I was on. I talked about Gauntlet Dark Legacy. In not too long ago, yeah, either. Yeah, not that long ago. And then Tanner, I probably said then at several points, been like, I should have you on, but like not actually followed up. So this is yeah. this is the moment Someday we have where it's it. on mic and you can actually hold me accountable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someday I'll come on and I guess talk about Ratchet and Clank. I don't know. I would love that. That'd be uh, great. And of course, me, you can follow me on Letterboxd as Tabner. Uh, Matt? Uh, so I did take some of the glue. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I did eat some of the glue. <laughs> what happened to your voice? I don't know, but I feel amazing. <laughs> oh, well, you do look you good. You're looking great, better too. better than ever. Thank you. I feel um, great. Bye.